So I'm back this week to talk about stuff that I've compiled over the past week since I last talked on here. Um, just stuff that I've been thinking about. The first ones are really weird. So there's this video about this groundhog going around on Twitter. Chunk the groundhog and I got obsessed with him and I would watch all the videos. I was like, oh my god, he's so cute and like this family of like feed him food and they'll like take videos of it and they have this whole little setup. So that was a weird little obsession for me for a little while a few weeks ago. And then I also got really obsessed with AI Patrick Star covers, which was like, okay, maybe I am going crazy. But that's how I realized like my music taste is so bad. Like it is so bad. Like I'll listen to just about anything. Like those covers are so freaking good. Anyways, and then the word uncty, I'm just really obsessed with it. Whenever I see someone call someone uncty, I literally love it. I also finished the other two on HBO Max this week, and the ending, I'm so pissed that it was canceled. Like that was the worst ending ever. Um, it is such a good show, and I need to see more shows like that in general. And then I also didn't talk about how I'm really liking Survivor this season with the an hour and a half shows episodes I never have been able to get into Survivor like it's just never has like been enticing to me but something about this season is so good and like I'm always looking forward to the next episode and I'm just like fully invested in it I love Lulu the ones that are losing every se- every freaking episode it's so nice to like be invested in them and then just like hearing people who watch Survivor regularly talk about this season in comparison to others I really like the changes that they're making and I hope that some of the other CBS shows can like learn from that. I know people love Survivor more than probably any of the other CBS shows like Big Brother, Amazing Race. I really don't like the Amazing Race. I tried to watch last season for Derek and Claire and I just don't like it. It's not like exciting to me, but yeah, Survivor this season is really, really good. I recommend everyone to watch that. And then I also want to talk about how like YouTube is dying. Like, I've been on YouTube a lot because I'm off of TikTok. I'm really trying to get my attention span back up. I think it's working slowly, but it did some damage to me. But like people are not on YouTube anymore. All YouTube views are down. It's just really interesting to watch and see. And then I also want to talk about this YouTube drama that I feel like is so niche, but I cannot stop thinking about it. Like this might be my Roman Empire right now. And it's Sierra Ann and Samantha Joe. Sierra Ann got really famous on YouTube for doing like t- like bringing her TikToks over and doing YouTube shorts and she would do these series like what I eat in a day or not eating fast food for a month and documenting it every day and Samantha Joe was someone who I've been watching for years and um she was kind of stalling on YouTube like she had like 900,000 subscribers or like 600,000 subscribers whatever she was kind of stalling and then she copied Sierra Ann's idea she gave her credit and stuff but then she started like getting all these followers and getting like really famous on TikTok and because they both post both on TikTok and YouTube like the same stuff it was just weird to see one person like really shoot up and viral and get very viral then the other person to kind of like stay stagnant even though they all have huge fan bases tons of followers tons of subscribers it was just so weird and it was kind of like so many like conversations that I see online about like colorism and racism and stuff like that it was kind of weird to see that in real life because like that's kind of what it was they're doing literally the same thing 
but one person went crazy viral and the other person did it and then one person came up with the concept and the other person just took it from someone else and I know that like back in the day that's what YouTube was like people followed trends and stuff and that's how you got famous and some people could take a trend and take it somewhere that the other person couldn't but it was just kind of sad to watch and then I've been getting kind of upset because I've just been looking at the YouTube videos that I watch and just being able to see when people are so or only posting because they have a sponsorship and making this sponsorship incorporated into their video in a way where you're like this was just like bullshit and you're just doing this to make more money and it makes me want to watch them less and less and I just wish that more people looked at being a content creator as something like fun and like a hobby instead of as like their job and then just like a lot of the smaller creators that I'm watching on YouTube have been going away and not posting anymore and it's just like kind of sad and maybe they're all going to TikTok I but I feel like YouTube needs to like do something to bring it back like I think they need to be like incentivizing these creators to steer from TikTok and to move back to YouTube and to somehow do that but maybe I just need to get back on TikTok but I don't want to I really don't want to because of conversations like this one that I want to talk about I saw a video of Fanita who I don't know if I've talked about her on here a lot but I really liked her TikToks and she's someone that like I'll go look up their TikTok page to see what they're TikToking about just because I like them and she's on a weight loss journey she got BSG so I like to see that and she's also on a lock journey like me so it's nice to see those videos as well and there's a clip of her she went on this podcast and she said that everyone's not beautiful and what I don't like about that sentiment is like I feel like when I was like 13 I'd be like yeah people are fucking ugly or something stupid like that you know what I mean but as I've gotten older it's just like the reason that I don't like when people say stuff like that is because it's subjective everyone's beautiful to someone in my eyes you know what I mean like the people that I think are beautiful it's a wide spectrum of people people are interested in different things people have weird ass fetishes too that make them attracted to different things too like to say that everyone's not beautiful that's just for you that's just what you think you know that's not what anyone else thinks and so I just really didn't like that and it's just like the way that people phrase that comment and how she phrased it it's like okay so she gets to decide who's beautiful and so to her a bunch of people aren't beautiful and she's gonna say it and she's gonna tell them but no one asked her to tell them that you know I understand that she's on a podcast she's saying her unpopular opinions and I get that and everyone should be able to do that but I just think that's like a gross thing and I feel like if it was like a gotcha moment and someone was like well you're not beautiful she'd be like well yes I am I think I'm beautiful so it's like your point it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter so why even say it why even think that it's like a thought that doesn't make sense like okay everyone's not beautiful to you that doesn't mean that everyone's not beautiful in their own way whether it is in inner beauty or outer beauty and it's also like why does that matter like I'm so over these conversations about what we look like and how we look and people striving and striving and striving to become whoever society decides is beautiful which is so stupid because it's like that could change at the drop of a hat and that really doesn't matter and so if you're saying not everyone's beautiful in society standards what the fuck do you want them to do just be like what do what are you what is like it's not a productive conversation to me so it's just like something that I feel like you say to get people to react or to make people feel bad about themselves and want to become beautiful in society standards like I don't know it's just a very like god complexy comment from to in my opinion and I don't like it and it's not something that I feel like I could say you know 
and that's coming from someone who doesn't feel beautiful, who doesn't feel like I'm beautiful in society's eyes, but I feel like someone could find beauty in me. I feel like someone could find beauty in literally anyone. So it's just like, I don't know. That really rubbed me the wrong way. Um, I, this is like TMI. So if you want to skip this, I understand, but I had another like freak out period attack. Like my period day twos are like death sentence it's like you're gonna die pretty much like I have to literally I said this one here before I have to lay down and not move or else I will throw up pass out like any of that this has been happening since I was 13 on and off it gets really bad and so on day twos I'm usually able to work from home because it always lines up with my schedule this month it didn't and I think it's because I've been taking the ashwagandha and magnesium and those always delay my period a little bit I think that they affect it too so I go into work and I was like, I'm going to make it through tomorrow, because, yesterday, because I was like, I woke up, I did all this shit, I was cleaning my apartment, I was, I was up at like 5am just like doing shit, I get to work, oh, it's death day, it's awful, I go into the bathroom, there's like individual stalls with doors, I don't even lock the door because I'm going in there because I know I'm about to throw up, I lean over, I throw up, someone walks into the stall, I'm like, you know what, let me get the fuck out of here, so I, I text my boss really, really fast, I'm like, I have to go, like, I have to go. This is like the most embarrassing story ever. Like, I don't even know why I'm saying this. I'm driving home. I have to throw up so bad. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to throw up on myself. Like, I'm, what am I going to do? I reach in my glove compartment. I r- pull out this Target bag and it snacks in it. From when I went to something in the water with my friend, I brought a snack so they needed food. And I never took it out of my car. I start throwing up in the bag. This, it's, and guess what? I haven't ate all day. So all of this throw up is like bile. Like the bile in my stomach It's like orange clear it's disgusting anyways i start throwing up in the bag it starts going down my thing i'm trying to drive and throw up at the same time and get home i call my dad freaking out and like i'm dying like i don't know what to do and mind you i get out of my office to go home i sit in the car for five minutes i call a a gynecologist i'm like i have to go to the lady doctor i've never been to the gynecologist because i'm like i need to go on birth control to fix this and i know that this is why we had to get on birth control in the past because this always happens i have i try i get off birth control and i'm like yes back to my normal mind like really trying to get myself good and together and then i have a period freak out and i'm like gotta get back on birth control because my period i can't handle it so i don't know what i have i think that my iron deficiency really doesn't help and i was really hoping that it would like clear up and do better because i've been taking iron supplements just the gummies so maybe it's not enough I've been eating so clean. That, that was the worst part because everyone always says that to make your period better, stop doing sugar. I stopped doing like sugar, like cookies and cakes and stuff. So there's definitely added sugar still in my diet, but I've lessened it a lot. And then I read that if you change your diet, it could affect your period too. So it's like, damn, can I win? Um, but so I think I either have endometriosis, something to do with my iron, um, ovarian cysts or fibroids. And this is my like message for anyone out there who struggles with periods and throws up on their periods and like can't function on their periods like I like I am and like like I do almost every month go to the doctor because like it's just not worth it to like put your body through hell and I feel like such a baby and I feel like I'm gonna get fired from my job for like doing things like having to call out and leave work when I'm like literally I can't stay anymore because it's hurting so bad and I just need to lay down and I need to like get my strength back but at the end of the day I'm not gonna die over a job and I'm not gonna sit there looking stupid throwing up everywhere so it's just like you have to take care of yourself at the end of the day and so at my that appointment's not till December 1st but hopefully we'll figure that out and start 
finding new ways next year and for the rest of this year to like feel better with that and like balance my hormones because I can just tell that they're completely out of whack I have these hormonal acne everywhere and it's just like I really hope that one day like women's health can move to a point where like birth control doesn't affect you because it literally changes me as a person like I wonder if it'll be noticeable on the podcast who I am on and off birth control because it always changes who I am um I also started watching Women Who Kill. I didn't finish it, but it's been really good. And I feel like it's also like brought to light a lot of the conversations I talk about on here. And that's kind of interesting. And I want to like ponder on that, like pulling some podcast episodes I've done in the past or things that I'm really like inspired by and intrigued in and just seeing what they could look like in a show. You know what I mean? And um, I haven't finished it yet, but I have really enjoyed that. It was nice to see that. And then... I have had this obsession with football documentaries. I know I talked about Johnny Manziel on here and the Manti Teo and all that, but then I watched Swamp Kings. I watched um, Jake Paul documentary that's wrestling, but whatever. And then I watched Travis Kelsey's brothers, Jason Kelsey, his um, documentary on Amazon Prime. And I'm just obsessed with football documentaries. It makes football look so much more interesting than it actually looks at like a college football game and you're so far away you can't even see anything I like the highlights I like like the music videos for football and just like seeing all the like anticipation and just like I love it I love the motivation I love seeing what they go through and just like seeing that documentary I really really like Jason Kelsey I also watched his video with um Mythical Kitchen where he did like um his death row meal I enjoyed that too And, um, I really liked his wife's, her humor was really funny on the, um, documentary and just seeing their life and how normal it looked for them, like the way that they were living. And maybe that was done on purpose, just like an NFL player living like a normal person's life and going through struggles and just seeing that and just like seeing how much it like hurt his body to go through that. And that's something I talk about in here a lot is athletes and like the awful things that they put their bodies to through to perform and to make a living out of it I usually talk about gymnastics a lot I talk about football and basketball too but it was just like crazy to see that and I just really like them and I know that they're doing the whole thing with um Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and how that is but I'm just like I love love and it is giving like love story to me so sorry I'm just excited to see how that turns out but I recommend everyone to watch football documentaries because they get me like so inspired like creatively and like just wanting to like compete and like win and just like be yourself and I'm not like a really a sporty person but I have just been loving sports documentaries this year and there's so much drama in football and I'm obsessed with that like I love drama anywhere so it's like amazing to see um I also want to talk about big brother for a minute and how production just fumbles everything I'll definitely probably talk about some of these points again in my big brother 25 season roundup as a whole but they're just so it's like this season they get so close to doing the right thing and making the most drama and then they just fucking ruin it every time like I was really excited about this twist about the invisible HOH sorry spoilers again and they ruined that they did the wrong competition they should have given a stipulation. Jag shouldn't have been able to tell anyone. And it should have been a hidden one. And then, then they should have like slightly said it. And then when Jag slipped up on it, they took it away. And then they had to recompete. And maybe it would be this the competition that's more like BB Can style. 
and you see the things, the rocks falling down, they have to count on something that anyone could win, that would be so good. Like, I just agree with a lot of the opinions I saw on Twitter. Like, this should have been done earlier in the season and stuff like that. And it just made me really mad. And then just the comics, I thought people were going to be, like, talking about them, like, right after they came out. But it took a few hours. And I think that Felicia should have been, like, Felicious, like the Felicious monster or something. Something about, like, grocery um, shopping and cooking because she cooks in the house and she's always asking for certain groceries. It could have been so much better. Um, Yeah. Like, it was just, like, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like Big Brother is lazy, and I just wonder what it would be like if a bunch of super fans were in there, in the writer's room, making the competitions, feeding people stuff in the diary room. Like, I all I wanted was Blue to come to her senses about Jag and Matt not wanting to work with her. And it seems like, it seems like Blue says whatever production tells her to say, but she doesn't actually believe it. And that really actually pisses me off, because it's like, let's do something good here. Let's get all women to the end like let's do something exciting and then I really really wanted to see Cameron's goodbye messages I was so excited to see those and they didn't show them and I know that they do show them for um how Seth has to go to jury because I remember clearly season 19 when they were talking to Matt and no one knew what to say to him and I'm obsessed with those clips from BB19 with the goodbye messages and so I'm just like why didn't they show it and why do they like Cameron so much and do they want him to come back next season or when because like let me know because I want to be prepared for that but it just sucks because he was really weird to America and he got and he got to get away with it and I don't like that um but yeah I've also still been really loving Gen V and I just want to talk about I think her name is uh, Madison Smith I don't remember sorry I don't know it but she was also in Teenage Bounty Hunters and everyone needs to watch that show because I love it so much. I think that Maddie Phillips and she's such a great actor and um, she's great in Gen V too and I'm just so excited to see how that goes on and I hope that it gets a lot of seasons because it's just like really interesting and I really enjoyed watching it. It's been amazing. I also want to touch on the eclipse that's happening tomorrow I believe. I'm like (sighs) I felt like nothing could change in my life like nothing could really happen but now I'm just like I don't even know like I feel like there's so many things shifting around me that anything could happen during this eclipse so I feel like everyone should really look into their burst hearts and see how that eclipse is happening for them or whatever I can link my favorite astrologers videos on the eclipse in this bio but I am really wondering how that'll that'll go and the new moon a lot of my like planets are returning to their natal place within this because um I'm a Scorpio Mars and Mars is moving into Scorpio already has and the new moon in Libra I'm a Libra moon so I wonder how that'll affect me as well um and just tangent off that Doja Cat I know she's a Libra and so there's a lot of transits impacting her and the fact that I heard that she had come out and said that with the Nazi on her shirt someone had bought it for her because it had a gun on it and her next single is gun and what a dumb way to get canceled like knowing that you are a singer with a platform and wearing your shirt and you don't know who's on it you know it's just kind of like what a great excuse if that's not true what a stupid thing to do if it is because why would you wear a shirt you don't know who's on it it could be anyone 
It could be anything, especially someone like her that's always stirred up in controversy and people already think she's in that incel vibe and people thought she was on weird chat rooms on like 4chan showing her feet and stuff. Like, why would you give people something to talk about? And I feel like when you buy clothes, I don't know. I just feel like there should be some stuff with that with celebrities because you don't want to get in trouble for doing that. I think that people getting in trouble for like wearing fur and stuff like that. And it's similar. Like there's just like someone needs to be like helping you not get into all this drama over stupid shit that could have been avoided if you literally just bought a shirt with someone's someone's face on it and you didn't know who it was and then it was actually in a nazi like that's just crazy it's just the whole thing is crazy um but yeah this week i feel like i've learned that like it's really important to just do what you want to do. I'm not talking about Doja Cat. I'm talking about like, you don't want to look back at your life and say, why didn't I do that? I always wanted to do that. Why didn't I go to that place? I always wanted to go to that place. Why didn't I try to do this? You know? And I feel like I struggle a lot with everything. Like, I feel like I just have like, I feel like I'm just like five paces behind socially it just takes me a while to like get to that place and it it affects me in every area you know and um I think I'm at the point where I'm just like okay you know that though so like don't stop trying keep on doing what you're doing but don't not do something because you're scared to look stupid or you're scared that someone will judge you or not like you or think you're an ick I'm so over icks I think I talked about this recently just so stupid I hate it it just makes me so mad um and I feel like I'm also really bad about giving people my energy um I don't do a lot of like traditional social media anymore like I'm not on Facebook I'm not on Instagram but sometimes I'll like go deep in spirals and check up on people from my past and it doesn't serve me it doesn't help me it's giving other people my energy it's not taking that in and using it to create something new something that I'm proud of it's doing the opposite and so I'm trying to really stop doing that and it's, I've been doing really good at it but I just want to continue to do that and then I also wrote this thing the other day it's I was just thinking about like ego and relationships and I was just like, it's possible to like someone who does nothing for you, but people don't do it very often. So weird. And it's just like, in work, at least, like working, everything is conditional, you know? And obviously, like you want to create things, you want to get your goals done, you want to do things successfully, but it's just like, kind of fucked up. It's like, oh, you only like me if the things I'm doing are helping you. You only like me if things I'm doing are successful. You only like me if you don't need to communicate with me because I already know how to do something. You know? And it's all based off of that. But then there also is this hierarchy within who's the friendliest? Who's the nicest to me? Who asks me the most about what I'm doing? Who uh, cares about me the most? Who, you know what I mean? It's just so, I don't like that. I feel like you can like a person who doesn't do anything for you. I feel like it's so much more genuine. It's just, I don't know how to describe it. Because it's like, I don't like my friends because they do things for me. 
I like my friends because I like to hang out with them. Is that doing something for me or is it something that we do? I like my friends because I like the people that they are. I don't know. It just feels weird. I The whole working thing, I don't know if I'll ever get used to it because it's just so weird to me. But I also wrote this other thing because I was driving to work and I saw the car in front of me. And there's a sticker of a girl and she was like sitting like an anime girl. Maybe she's from like an anime show. But I was just thinking and I was like misogyny is the bumper stickers of women's on cars. You never see women doing that. Like not to or people that I um, perceive. I don't even know what I'm saying. I've seen MILF lover bumper stickers. I've seen strippers. I've seen random girls. I've seen the fuck it stickers. I always thought about people who put their political views on their cars when those candidates are problematic or like racist, transphobic, anything. Um, And like, what life do you live where you are able to like hurt people with what you stick on your car? And like, where do you work at where you feel comfortable going to work with like a political thing on your car? I just can never do that either way. Um, I know freedom of speech, obviously. But I just always thought about that. And then I see people's like rainbow flags get taken off of their cars. But the fuck it stickers have never been touched. And I was just like, you see all these like sexualizing stickers of women's on people's car. And that's just like, okay. That's just like normalized. But I never see it the other way around. I never see Dilf lover on someone's car. I never see like provocative pictures of men sticked onto someone's car. It's just like, it was just really weird. I don't know why I was just like freaking out over that and I was like maybe I'm just too sensitive or maybe I'm just like livid and I was just like kind of fed up over the double double standard and it's like even if it was like a joke if I had like Steve Buscemi on my car it'd be completely different than someone having a stripper on a pole on their car and justice for strippers I love strippers but also like why are you like sexualizing a random person on your car it's just it just shows I don't know how like everything it's like literally you could see the misogyny just based off of the differences of the bumper stickers anyway I've been thinking a lot and I rumbled rambled so much this episode but it was nice to be on here and talk about what's been up in my brain thanks for listening